Hello and welcome to Comp. As you can see, the screen behind me, it's blank, but this is Comp. Okay, uh, I got the set, the laptop that controls this, right? It's not, I didn't have someone make a sign that was etched out of, uh, you know, elven fucking marble. Well, that's going to get demonetized right away. <laughs> uh... You know, it's it's a guy. It's a computer screen. You can see, and it's not nothing in my life works except Batman. Uh, so when is this gonna stop? We'll get to that, and never, <laughs> never, and we'll get to that. <laughs> this is great. Uh, yeah. So we're we're, we're moving on. We're, we're doing it live. Uh, welcome to the show, Lucy. Hello. Everyone's happy to see you. People have thought, you know, you. We you, don't know that yet. Well, I'm sure they. <laughs> They, they, they think you've been chopped up in my basement or whatever. <laughs> you wish. They're happy to see I'm okay. Yeah. Well, so, they, now they're going to be like, oh, there was a gun to her head. <laughs> there was a gun to, you know, with, a, with a rope tied to the trigger <laughs> off camera. No one believes me anymore. <laughs> uh, but, you know, thrilled to have you here. Mm, thrilled um, to be here. You, and, and we talk about this. We were on the Patreon this week. Yeah. We're not discussing the project. That's her project. <laughs> it's like a goddamn business until it's ready to be there for you to pay for it. All right? We're not here to, like, we're not, we're not here to workshop Lucy's project <laughs> with a bunch of random people. I'm sure some of you are, you know, are skilled uh, beer funnelers. Or is that the word? Where you funnel beer out of a radiator and, you, and your kid cries in the other room? That doesn't help in this situation. It's noble, but it doesn't help. Uh, <laughs> I changed my hat. Yeah. At first, I changed my shirt. Now I have a new hat. I don't even know where it's all the time on the show, but it's a Met hat. We got back into the Mets. We've been uh, we're Mets fans now. You excited about that, Lucy? Don't think, don't think she's doing it to please me. She was a Mets fan. So you were actually kind of annoyed. Yeah, you know, not like you were. Not, you're not being like a like a like a, like a witch about it. <laughs> but you know, when I was playing the M- M- NBA during the playoffs, you're like, I like baseball. Yeah, and uh, I like, always say that. I always try to offer that as a concession, but it's kind of a, a shitty concession nowadays. Baseball? So a lot of people don't even register baseball as a sport anymore. I think. I mean, it's <laughs> it's the uniforms. They, like nothing is less flattering to the male physique than a baseball uniform. <laughs> no, I mean you have to be built like a like. I mean, some of these guys aren't built like like Greek guys. They still look kind of fat. Yeah, uh, something about the way the the, the the uniform sags, but it makes men who are ch- like yet yeah, cespedes. When I first started watching the, the game a few years back, and you know, we know Cespedes built like a fucking sh- brick shit house. You look kind of chubby. Yeah, I mean, only like I, I think the only person I've ever seen who looks good in them is like Conforto, Conforto. who's like literally chiseled out of marble. Well, I don't know if Conforto is more. It's, it's but it's a slenderer kind of thing. Yeah, it, like you know, he's not. If you're if you're muscular, you look you less good. Yeah. I don't know if Conforto was a better built man than Cespedes. Cespedes would fuck, would smash Conforto's face open, probably. Well, look, but naked, they wouldn't. He wouldn't. I think maybe Cespedes would look better naked. Sure. But like, but <laughs> we, we're in agreement there. <laughs> but Conforto in the uniform looks great. Conforto has a kind of the, the, the Derek Jeter body where mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm. It, it works for that. Maybe for a Rod. Maybe he's a little taller. Maybe he'd be taller for make it work. Maybe Cespedes was a little shorter. Uh, whatever. This is not again. Which who would you suck off first, Michael Conforto or Ted Clemens? Ted, who the fuck is Ted, Ted Clemens? Ted Clemens. Roger, who went? Ted Williams or Roger Clemens? 
Uh, yeah, so we went to a Met game yesterday. Yeah. Which was uh, exciting. Uh, we, had, we had some misadventures. You got me a little hat filled with ice cream. Well, let's you know do it in sequential order. <laughs> that happened at the end of the night, and it was a very nice cap to the to a to a loss, but you know, still nonetheless fun. But uh, we go. I have a backpack. All right, first of all, Lucy thought it was kind of crazy. I spent, uh, you know, I didn't cheap out on the tickets. I got like you know, d- decent tickets. Yeah, spent a little. I mean, we not, had a great not, view. I didn't spend eight eight hundred dollars, but you know, I I, I I didn't go for the fifteen dollar tickets I used to go to when I go by myself with a little pocket radio and didn't have any money at all. I was like, literally like, I was like, oh, I can go fifteen and like and just take a subway and like otherwise, I, you know, I can either watch the game on in my windowless room in my old apartment. Uh, my apartment was literally a windowless room. And it was so hot in the summer. There was no AC, no nothing. And I'm just sitting here, it's like melting. So I would just go to the game just to get a little breeze. And uh, you, you go and seek, you can spend $10. And, you're, you know, the seats are fine. Yeah. But, I don't, you know, I'm, a high, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, you know, make Lucy convince, you know, convince you I'm a high roller. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big shot. <laughs> so, I, uh, you know, I got, we, we're in the 300 section, which is like, you know, in the middle. It was nice, right? Oh yeah, it was great seats. And then I spent another fifty dollars um, because I didn't think of it ahead of time. Get it through Amazon to get a, like same day delivered a Best Buy radio or a Sony radio from Best Buy, just in case. Even though I'm this time I'm going with my girlfriend who I love, I want to make sure we have a radio so we can listen to the play by play announcers on AM radio. See, I'm not sure what looks more insane, <laughs> like like you sitting alone. <laughs> Listening to a little radio and watching the game, yeah. all hunched over, right? Or you with with a lady, yes, and you have a beautiful one, lady, and and you have one ear open for me, yeah. but one ear is for the radio. Well, I think you I were go, confused because it wasn't on all the time. But I didn't tell you when it was on. But I was, you know, first of all, when I used to go, I wasn't hunched over because I just ha- I, I cheaped out. I got like a six dollar radio at like a dollar store, and it, had, it came with like the single ear earpiece mm. like the old timey one but the link only, it only went like, like like three inches so i had a shirt like this and i just have it in my pocket sticking out <laughs> bulging out of my pocket but then i go into my ear and i was leaning back going, this is great because <laughs> i look i'm not the biggest baseball expert i need someone to tell me this is a suicide fly or or you know a, a greek a greek uh topspin pitch or whatever the hell like this going on i don't know um and i still like to know like you know, sometimes you're like, you know, I think this ball's going like you know, all the way to the, to the moon, to borrow a phrase, and uh, and like you know, I'm cheering like a moron, yeah. And then like everyone else seems to understand that it's a pop up fly, <laughs> and like I'm just going, oh, I have to go, oh, I'm like, yeah, oh, like literally, it's just so like I don't people don't think I'm cheering. Oh, I mean, to be fair, there were bigger idiots in the crowd. Like I saw people around us who were just like. You know, like it's a good in the not like bottom of the ninth. Mets were that Mets were losing badly. Bad, poor, they were playing poorly. They were still like, let's go, let's go. Yeah. Scott, you got a base hit. <laughs> there's, there's a few types of people. There's the people. <laughs> well, let's get to that in a second. But yeah, because like we first get to the stadium, mm. I I have this backpack with me. Because of the radio, because oh, right. I needed to bring the radio, <laughs> and I had the radio with an extension co- uh, headphone cord, and two pairs of earbuds, mm. which I got for us also, and I got a, a you know, a splitter, so I could set this up so we could both listen. 
you know, which you have wanted nothing to do with. But I, I prepared for the eventuality that you would want to be a crazy person too and listen to the radio with me. <laughs> um, so we get to the stadium and they're telling me I, you can't have a backpack. Now I've been there before. I brought my backpack and there was no problem. Uh, and I'm like, what do you mean? I don't, I, you know, he's telling me something about a ten dollar. You can go some mobile truck that like they'll like they'll store your things for ten dollars. I went. This is this doesn't sound great. <laughs> so he's like, yeah. And then some other people pass by with a bag. And like, yeah, you see, if you had a baby, uh, you know, you could hold him as a diaper bag. I'm like, oh. I'll just tell him it's a diaper bag. <laughs> and he laughs. I guess he thought I was joking. <laughs> but we go, you know, up to the next person who's stopping him. Uh, and she's like, you know, some young girl. And she's like, I'm sorry, you can't have that bag. I'm like, it's a diaper bag. <laughs> and then I didn't know if it was going to work. Because it was obvious. I wasn't like. It's was clearly not a diaper bag. Clearly. Well, anything is a diaper bag. You put a diaper in it. <laughs> That's just that's just a truism of life. <laughs> this is where I keep the dirty diapers that I steal from other couples. Yeah. Look. <laughs> It's a diaper bag. It's just not full yet. <laughs> but it is a diaper. It's, it's a diaper bag. I just haven't found a diaper yet. <laughs> and uh, but I will mark my word. <laughs> um, but I wasn't. I, I really wasn't trying. It, it's it's the confidence more than the. But it's a it's a kind of confidence when like there's confidence of like actually trying to trick someone. And it's kind of go. It's a diaper bag, and she wasn't buying it. Yeah. She's like, all right, bring in that guy who's like going to search your bag. She didn't say, you know, but it's basically implication. Because that opens up, if it is a diaper bag, it opens up a whole conversation that a security person who's making $10 an hour doesn't want to have. Right. Like, if you like if you, if you you end up saying, like, yeah, it's not for a baby, you piece of shit. It's for my <laughs> girlfriend who has weak bowels. Well, and I'm look. taking care of her. I'm being a man, and I'm sticking with her instead of just dumping her on the side of the road like most men would do. That's you think the- that's the move with <laughs> me and you, that you're the one wearing the diaper? That's the move that gets believed first? Not the- I need diapers. Of course I need a diaper. Look at me. And they don't know. It should be me, though. Because I, fr- I look frailer. Like, I would, I would, you look like you could keep control. People, look, <laughs> I have no problem. I don't need diapers, right? I don't, there's nothing about me. I don't shit my pants. I don't fucking leak shit out my into my legs. You know, okay, it doesn't happen. But I think the average person, if I told them, "Hey, look, just because look at me," <laughs> sometimes shit just comes out. They, all right, yeah, they believe it. <laughs> it just, it just seems right. Like it seems fun. I don't think they think every fat person needs a diaper. But like they'd be like, "Yeah, okay, that tracks." <laughs> With you, it's like they have to kind of start conceptualizing like cancers. It's weird. It could happen. Oh, she's got Crohn's disease. Or it, what's easier? You have Crohn's disease or look look at how I look. <laughs> uh, so the guy just, you know, I go to the guy and just the act of me go, diaper bag. And he just goes, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Because he's making, yeah, probably $8, whatever, $10 an hour. He don't give a shit. He's probably like, he's probably, they probably told him, look, you, you don't let people with bags in. Okay. All right. So no, no bag. Except if they have a diaper bag. And he's probably not a moron. So he's like, all right, so like if I was trying to get in, like, you know, so what if they what if they say it's a diaper bag, but it's not? Well you gotta do and there's a whole and then you, they start going through a list of permutations. He's like, I'm not gonna do that. Well, you can look inside and if it's a diaper but it's not, and if, if the moon is, is half crescent, and he's just like, Oh well, fuck you, I'm just not gonna do that. So like if they say it's a diaper bag, that's all I need. Right. He's just he's just gonna go, they said it's a diaper bag. Sure. So I got away I got in. 
And then, my, and then the, the metal detector went off, and he just says, probably your keys. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, probably is, but okay. <laughs> Little did he know it was your gun hand. <laughs> <laughs> I just have it with the gun hand sometimes. It's just uh, in, in, in the wet weather. It, it starts to be detected by metal detectors. <laughs> I don't know. So I got in. That was fun. What um, happened to that yearbook you got? It's on the bookcase. In the intro. It was, it was, it was, it was, I just passed right by that stamp because it seemed like a scam. Well, it's a, it's it a program. Like it's the same as a program, I thought, which I think it is a program. And the program is the kind of thing I would never buy. But I was trying to be, I was trying to be loosey goosey with the money. <laughs> I was trying to be like, yeah, let's just let's live it up. Let's not be cheapskates. I wanted to signal to you that this was a this was a night out, and we're gonna do it up. And I'm like program, yes, please, fifteen dollars, <laughs> nothing to me. <laughs> I'm not, she's not with a cheapskate. Look at her. She's happy. She's a happy woman. Don't think I'm taking her gun hand point. She's not here against against her will. I'm whining and dining her with with the Mets yearbook, which is a dumb, I looked through it and I I think I'm just going to throw it out because it's literally, most of it's just like ads for like, you know, boat rentals and like, and just, you know, fences and like fence installation companies. (laughs) And like, and then just a page goes Michael Conforto, and like he's like batting average. <laughs> I thought he was gonna have like you know stats. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't list all the stats. Doesn't seem to. I didn't. Really, I didn't. I didn't go too heavily into it. What but the fuck? I think they really fucked me. Let's go find that old man and beat the shit out of him. Yeah, honestly, like I, I was. I never. We never got a program. Remember my mom telling me a story. We went to a, a game. I remember the Yankee game as a kid. I didn't know what was going on, but someone dropped a program on her head uh, from an upper level. And the guy, and then she probably tells the story like, well, I, you know, the guy was like, oh, I'll come down and get it. Because it smacked her pretty hard. You know, fall, it's, a, it's a kind of a heavy book. Sure. And she's like, no, nah, I'm keeping it. Which I respect. <laughs> like, you, you dropped this on my head, now I keep it. Yeah. It's a fair exchange. <laughs> Go buy another program, you dumb fuck. Okay, hold on to your program. But I don't know what they call the yearbook now. Which seems lamer. Yeah. So whatever. So I, I bought that. Lucy wasn't impressed. She thought it was a moron, apparently. <laughs> She thought it was a real idiot. I was, I was impressed. I mean, I didn't know that it was full of boat ads. If I yeah. if I had known that, but well, it, did you get a little tingle? Like, oh, he's he's just he don't give a shit. I mean, look. Um. <laughs> did you did, were you like the, the way women respond to money and power? Was there, was there a little version of that? Are you, are you buying the Mets yearbook? Yeah. Well, I mean, just like look. It, Let's it, say it, yes. It, 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 look, it, it's a spectrum, right? And, like, sure. on the spectrum, I'm not the chief skate who goes, $15, who could afford that? <laughs> not worth the money. That's just, that's a, that's, that's a recipe for dry pussy, right? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, $15, that'll take me, you know, six hours at the butcher shop to work off. No. <laughs> Did not, you're telling me not, nothing sexual happened in your, in your mind. No, when I... When I, when I hand that man my debit card. I was very attractive. Thank you. I mean, I you know, I wish you didn't have to do overtime at the butcher shop because of it, but, you know. Well, look, like, you, you have these moments. You, you work your ass off to have these moments, these nice days. You don't think about the fact that, you know, that could feed our kid <laughs> for, like, you know, how, I mean, how, how much kid food can you buy for $15? <laughs> a day? Two days? We don't have a kid yet, but, I mean, like, you know, yeah. but, you know, what's it cost to feed a kid a day? 
That's a good question. I feel like it costs less than people make it out to be. Yeah, you put it on your tit. Yeah, you put it on your... For the first couple of years, you put it on your tit. A couple of years? Well, okay, let's say a year <laughs> and a half. I mean, you could... Look, honestly, if you want to save money, we could just keep... Like, this. that happened. There, no, there was a lady on, like, a magazine cover who, like, breastfed... She, she used the tit for, like, five years. Yeah. Just and I say, mean, it's like... Uh, the kid looked healthy... He looked like a little, like, you know. People keep t- complaining about, like, oh my, ki- oh, I got my kids I got to feed. Why'd you tell your wife to stop tit feeding them? <laughs> what is this? You had, you had another. So let's say two years tit feed. And then what? What What do they need? I feel like that most of these kids eat peanut butter and jelly all day. Yeah. I mean, you know, not, 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 not the athletes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we weren't kids to be an athlete. So rice and beans? How much is a... Uh, uh, rice and beans, that's good. They make the perfect protein. Giant bag of rice. How what, much is that? A dollar? Yeah. No, it was like, it was like, like that huge bag I bought you know, right before the pandemic that we, you know, just kept in case in case it all went to shit. The night before the pandemic really hit. Yeah. Uh, I, I bought a 20-pound bag of rice for like, yeah, like $10, $20. Yeah. And I could feed you for, you know, a kid. You, know, you, you just put that, you, you make that as a bed and he just eats the rice raw. Yeah, just a rat, a rat kid just going. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would just bury the way you put a, a, like a phone that's got that got wet into a bag of rice. I would put my baby in there, <laughs> and then just like it would just it would just kind of absorb. Maybe uh, no, all right, I, w- I wouldn't do that. I would make a nice, a really big. I would use a twenty pound bag of rice and make twenty pounds of rice work because it's gonna be more with the beans. But like, use it all and make rice and beans. And then put the because it's gonna absorb the protein through the skin. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna create a super cump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna be a baseball um, boy. <laughs> he's gonna, you know, and he's gonna he's, he's gonna be in the messy yearbook one day, <laughs> selling boats, selling bo- you know boat rentals. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my cousin was making that point that it was like you know people think that it's so expensive, but it's like. It's just like diapers and then what? Yeah, but your kids also, you know, just uh, this is amazing. My little niece or cousin. I feel like that kid just is stealing out my wallet when I'm looking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you teach the kid to pickpocket. I feel like she's like a Dickensian character. Great, great kid. We don't want to name names, (laughs) but great kid. (laughs) But yeah, that kid, that kid's gonna end up being profitable. (laughs) She's gonna have schemes going. (laughs) Um. No, I mean, look, I, 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 my scheming, you know, took me a long time to gestate. I don't know, we, we, we want to go off on a tangent here, but, you know, yeah. we, but I, I, I want to take a cue from that and train our kid to be some kind of, like, you know, to work people over. So, like, maybe, maybe have your kid, like, teach your kid to be a slip and fall artist. Oh, like a, yeah. I just start crying. And then, uh, I just, and I come over, like, what happened? And go, oh, I fell on the, on the, on the, on the wet rock. What do you do have a wet rock here? Why is there a wet rock here? <laughs> and, I, and, and, and people freeze. That's the thing. You like the key to these things is you can't just freeze, mm. but people will because I'm just a maniac. My kids crying, and I'm like, wet rock, wet rock. This is a problem. <laughs> Someone is gonna cost a lot of money to fix. This you got wet rock all over my kid, <laughs> and like, and they go, we gotta settle this. And then you come over, 
And you start, you know, offering up figures, maybe. Oh shit! We could teach our kid how to dislocate their uh, their limbs. Well, now we're getting into prison territory. <laughs> no, no, not not, but not in a painful way. I don't think a judge is going to distinguish that. We could make them double jointed, never, never let anyone know. We could teach our kid to break their leg. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could teach our kid to stay locked in the we closet could for a week. Teach them how to withstand an extraordinary amount of pain. Yeah. <laughs> and then use that for profit. I'm going to teach my kid to get punched by me. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is there's a fine line here. And you're way over it. <laughs> Look, I guess look, I guess double jointed is something. I forgot that double jointed is just something you are, right? It's not something you can teach. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Well, wait, wait, I guess enough trial and error, you can figure it out, maybe. <laughs> hear, hear me out, though. We cut off one of our kids' legs, <laughs> but we get I mean, that way they can remove the leg when 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 it's you know profitable. It's a prop leg. Yeah. Yeah, it becomes a prop leg <laughs> because yeah. the original leg is. Been sawed off. I mean, that's what you're saying to her. Your, your Honor, I got her a new leg. I don't know what the problem is here. I can understand if I cut off my child's leg for fun or torture, but this was just this was a business decision. My kids got to eat, so why why can't they pony up a little bit? I mean, you know, this is the, it's 2021, Your Honor. We have decent legs now. Am I right? Uh, I'm waving my gun hand. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we got, we, you know, as we go to the stadium, I, mean, so I, I took some, what else happened? One second. Cause we got, I pretended to have a diaper bag. We saw some talking heads on the screen on the Jumbotron. They, w- refresh my memory. Remember those, uh, we saw those, uh, guys that the guy and the girl, the talking head, the, the Mets, uh, correspondents at Mets stadium. Oh, wait, was the one you wanted to be? Yeah. The Lucy, Lucy got in her head that she she wants to abandon all hopes of stand up, <laughs> of her of her various writing and producing projects, and she wants to be <laughs> the, the, be a- the woman at at City Field who wrangles drunk fat men and tells them to throw a beanbag at a target, <laughs> and, they, and they win a a five dollar gift certificate to Chili's, and she's like, this this I, this is all I want. <laughs> I want to work at Met Stadium. I think it would be fun. First of all, I'm so much better than that girl too. I could do. Where do so, you want to work? I could do a much better job. Where do you want to work? I mean, I mean, City Field. Met Stadium. Met Stadium. It's <laughs> never been called Met Stadium, by the way. It's never one. It's, it was Shea Stadium for years. Now it's City Field. I want to work at Met Stadium. <laughs> I mean, you're sure to get the job now. You show up drunk, probably. I want to work at Met Stadium. Well, you're not. That's not where we are. <laughs> And, uh, it's always been my dream to work at Mets City House. <laughs> <laughs> Mets City Beef. <laughs> Western Beef. Um, Ruth Chris Mets House. <laughs> yeah. Mets and Walensky's. <laughs> but um, what about that attracted you, that, that, that position she was holding? I just like that you can, like, you know, your only job is, like, to, to have – a kid, a big kid, swing at a at a wiffle ball, yeah. and his angry father is standing next to him because he knows that he's not going to make all those shots in time. No, he's his father's like, if I only I could 
have a cyber shoot. <laughs> to win a trip to Niagara Falls. That's not what they were giving away. <laughs> I don't Look, know. The, the, the most advanced thing I saw was like they gave like a, a must, Mets travel mug. <laughs> Which like they charge twenty bucks for it, but it's probably like is is that you you spend a dollar for it at any bodega? Oh man, that's even worse. Yes, Try, having to feel like a failure as a child because you didn't win your father a Mets travel. A, chotch, a chotchke, a chotchke, a chotchke, a Mets chotchke. I you couldn't get me that chotchke, you fat, you fat fuck, you fat fuck four year old. As as the Mets are just eating shit in the background. Yeah. <laughs> There's just, there's just no one's out. You're eating ice cream. Well, this is great. I want. I want to live here. Um, we you know national. We got there. Yeah, you know, we walked into the stadium during the national anthem. I saluted. You know, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not trying to start an ACAB riot here, right? I'm not sure. trying to start an Antifa thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm. I, I, I'll, I'll pay my. But then we got to our seats. <laughs> and at one point, excuse me. At one point. There was some kind of thing in between innings with like saluting some like your 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 soldiers and people start standing. I'm not standing again, but we did the national anthem. Oh, right. And there's like and they just went to some guy and it was like Bob Bob whatever and there's a US Army guy and like there's just some guy in the army? Like every time some guy comes back from, you know, Iran or wherever the fuck we are we are. And he like you know he, like he was the guy who made eggs at like, you know, Abu Ghraib. And we got to like stand up and salute him in a Met game. What is this? His, I, I had a, you know, he had kind of a nice auburn hair. What? You trying to fuck this guy? <laughs> what's, what's going on? We talking about auburn hair? You, <laughs> he had auburn hair. This this, this army guy. <laughs> well, you know, I no, I, I I didn't give him the the the, the sexual scan. <laughs> uh, I I don't remember what his hair uh, highlights were like. <laughs> Tell me more. How big? What was his bulge? Was it, was, it, was it pointy or girthy? Could you see the whole like length, or was it just the the, the head shooting forward? Go on. Well, you know, I was like, you, you know, he had like a very. Like, he, he you want me to kill kids <laughs> over the across the ocean and kill kids? Is that what you need? <laughs> we can set this up. He had a nice dad vibe. All right. Well, you know. Yeah. Ask. Uh, I don't want to say. I was going to say some name. <laughs> I support our military. I would support him too, but like you know, like let's just not. You know, I don't think he's going to be a nice dad. But I think I've killed women. The thing is, like, I was. I don't like, have I was purpose. Actually, I'm just thinking. What if he's Chris Kyle? <laughs> I didn't stand, but I was. I was clapping visibly. Do you think the American Sniper had a nice dad vibe? Chris <laughs> no. Kyle. I'm not saying I, I love the military. But it's just like, you know, I, I think they would be the first ones to go. I, I wish they were. I have a lot more respect for the military if you went, if they, and there was highlighting him at the fucking Met game, and he's like, hey, hey, first of all, I got PTSD. So chill that, chill that, put me on the big screen. I feel like I'm in a soccer stadium about to get my head beheaded. <laughs> uh, you know, flashbacks to that. Second of all, like, you know, I, I did my part. What happened? I did my part in the Silent Guardian. <laughs> the, 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 every every guy thinking he's Batman. What happened to that? Every every army guy wants to come back and be like, you know, have a parade. Yeah, you know, we, we, look, we don't give you a health care. You think we should give you a parade? Well, to be fair, I mean, I mean, some, I, I, there's some people who did say we ever that, have a parade for the end of the Iraq War. I mean, yeah, no three. It was on a boat. Remember when oh, right. George Bush pretended to fly a plane? Oh right. <laughs> 
It was fun. But yeah, I was sitting down. I was I didn't stand up for it, but I was like, you know, clapping along and stuff for him. But people were still looking at me like, what, this did you want to parade like, after this the piece con- of shit? Did you want to parade <laughs> in Iraq for like you want like after the country collapsed and like you know like in, into like sectarian violence for fifteen years? Like you think we should like had a parade afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you? I mean, I, 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 look, it would have been nice for the soldiers. It would have been nice. Yeah, just have a, it could be a sad parade. Half the people who fought in the <laughs> war had already killed themselves when they came back. But yeah, let's have a parade now in 2021. It could be, we could, it could be a, a you know, a, a sober parade. A parade, like, we're not going to celebrate. No one's drinking? Yeah, like a sober. So you want a sober parade for a bunch of, like, like half of them probably alcoholics, unfortunately. Unhappy parade. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm not just, scra- I'm, I would be an alcoholic. These, these are just, these projections of what I would be if you sent me to Iraq and I had to go shoot people who were like, you know, for no, re- I'm, not, I'm not blaming these guys. Yeah. And I'm not saying they would do what I would do, which is if I was there, I'd just start shooting wildly into the crowd because I'm afraid. <laughs> I assume it's a bunch of me's over there. Maybe there's not. Maybe they're trained, and maybe they're noble men who are brave. I don't know. I always assume it's like I'm not the most unique person in the world, and that other people would just pull out, you know, a grenade and just throw it in the air and see what happens. I guess it's just hard for me to not clap when everyone else is clapping. That's that's what makes me the Dark Knight. <laughs> I can be the the outcast. I can I can shoulder the burden of being an American. I'm the I'm the un-American Dark Knight. <laughs> who who am I on the Batman universe? The Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the Penguin. Uh, Harvey Dent. Why are you Harvey Dent? I don't know. Who do you want to be? Cat I Wolf. feel like Harvey Dent would clap for a soul. You're Harley Quinn. <laughs> I'm Harley Quinn. Yeah, but like yeah. the old school one. Not that you're not as high as Margot Robbie, but you have more of the old school vibe of like, hey, Mister J. <laughs> I just picture you waving a mallet around and like a little. I, I picture, if, like, if you had the option of wearing Daisy Dukes or, like, a cool, like, unitard, you're going for the unitard. That's true. I would go for the unitard. It's a cooler look. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't I, look, yeah, Margot Robbie's hotter than the cartoon character, but, like, that's not fun. It's not, I always thought. Hey, look at my ass. No, I'm here to be a whimsical villain. I, I always hoped, I guess she's too, she's probably a little, she's aged out of it now, but I always hoped that Sher- Sherry Moon Zombie, Rob Zombie's uh, wife, would play Harley Quinn. I don't know who this person is. I played the Fifth Amendment. She played Bar- Baby in the in the house Baby Driver. <laughs> she was Baby no. Driver. I thought that was a guy. That's she's a really good actress. <laughs> no, she was Baby in House of a Thousand Corpses. I saw that movie like 50, twenty years ago. <laughs> I don't. I don't re- I'm not like you. I don't rewatch Rob Zombie films every Christmas and like, just, and like think while I eat my you know fake pudding. Uh, bring up a picture. You your phone. Let me, let me look this up. Baby, what's her name? Um, I think it's Sherry Moon Zombie or Cheryl Moon Zombie. This is a lot of names. <laughs> Cheryl Moon Zombie. <laughs> Cheryl. She has that sort of high-pitched voice and the kinetic energy that I imagined Harley Quinn having. I think she would have been a better choice. I honestly think she could still be Harley Quinn. I mean, you know, your lips to God's ears. Maybe when a, in a series where they're both, like, old. Oh, like The Dark Knight Returns? I mean, she's like a. I mean, she just seems like an older hot woman. Yeah, but do you remember in House of That? No, we were established that. I don't remember. <laughs> that. Let, me, let me let me write. Is that her? Is that her in the movie? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so she's she wears a cowboy hat, and that, that's what makes her this. So <laughs> so basically, anyone who wears a cowboy hat can be Harley Quinn. But she has that kind of hee hee. Okay. Okay. Like she's like a little. Like, I she's think. Like a Harley Quinn. You know who I think would have been good was Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Especially back in like, I remember her in election, and she, you put Reese Witherspoon in election, or even you know, in, in legally blonde, into a Harley Quinn outfit. And she's got that spunky energy, and you know, I, I, it's not something I've thought about a lot, but you know, off the top of my head, I, think I don't she, know. She seems too suburban to be like Harley Quinn. Didn't you ever see uh, Freeway when she's playing a, you know, a, a teenage hooker or something, and you know all that shit? I didn't. Yeah, you know, uh, it was like HBO Skin Flicks or whatever. I don't remember. I, mean, I was a kid. I was a kid watching these things. I'm very impressionable. <laughs> Why are we talking so much about Harley Quinn? It's a bit of a know. detour. I don't know. We're here to talk about the Mets. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you'd be Harley Quinn in this universe. I'm, and I'm sitting there. I mean, look, I love the military. Love them. All militaries. Um, Mossad was not really a military. The IDF, the Palestinians who fight them, <laughs> you know, whatever. I mean, I just like guns and, and, and conflict. I wish it didn't exist. I love our military. I think we, you know, but whatever. What do you want me to do? You can't. Here's a problem. You can't like critique the war and and like act like look the troops are the warrior poets uh, <laughs> who can go around and like all they do is save babies like look you send no, people to no. war they're gonna do, that's why it's a problem because it makes men it makes men do horrible things it's half the problems of war besides you, you, the people get killed the collateral damage and like that's the number one thing is that people go to war they come back changed I'm not making this up this is a <laughs> This is this is a classic like thing. It's it's a truism. I mean, you, the, the 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 go go read the histories of like you know the post Afghan conflict in Russia when all the guys came back to Russia. I mean, half the half the problem in Russia when half the reason the Soviet Union collapsed is because like all these guys are coming back to Russia either in coffins or like with amp- amputated because of the Afghan conflict, whatever they called it, the Afghan War, and mm. you know in the eighties, and they're all like just disillusioned and like there's a whole. Malaise and I mean, look, war is bad. And I, so we go, but no, and then they tell you, hey, look at this guy, the Met game. He was in the army. They don't tell you what he did. <laughs> and we're all going, yeah, no, that look, I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but this is bad. This sure. is just blindly. So what if we, I, I feel like we've got to learn because it's like, I, I view the Iraq war soldiers kind of like, you might view the like, Vietnam soldiers, like it's like it's every like, soldier's like that. You know, why do you think? Why do you think the world, the, all these the baby boomers were so fucked up because the, the the World War Two, everyone went to World War Two and got fucked up, and then like now they're raising these what turned out to be awful kids. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, but you could at least like at least after World War Two, you were like you know the, the greatest generation, like the, the you know yeah because they killed Hitler, but like yeah. whatever, or he, he look, honestly he killed himself. They helped make Hitler but to be kill fair, himself. Hitler killed himself. Yeah, but yeah, you know, but they got they took down the Nazis. But like we're acting like these guys weren't all shell shocked and like out of their minds. Well, sure, yeah, but it's like, but you know, it's like Vietnam. It's like it was more like an existential crisis of like we just did all that shit for nothing, basically. Well, sure, and then and then Iraq War. No, of look, same. it's always better when you can point. We need to come up with a new idea. It's always better when you can point to a, a famous suicide and go, "We caused that." <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. Uh, look, look, we, oh, we, look, we made this guy kill himself. We need to come up with a new idea for, like, a military parade. That's, like, a little bit more, you know, like, realistic. It's yeah. not quite as, like, welcome home, boys. Put them in a Marvel movie. Yeah. Just put that, <laughs> I look, know. 
we, we, we look, you come in instead of a parade, everyone look, we can do this now. I'm sure we have technology. It's look, it's not gonna look the best. Mm. It's not gonna be in Endgame or even Infinity War. You know, we saw Black Widow a couple weeks ago. Not a great movie. Really, you wouldn't be doing anyone a disservice if you used this idea. I'm about to tell you, but yeah, because it's not going to be the best version. But you know, they're not going to you know put, they're not going to put every guy in a mocap suit and, and spend eight hours analyzing every movement. But you come in, we put you in ba- the equivalent of the thing you with the TSA when you go to that body scanner, give you a quick scan, and then we throw every single soldier into one of these mass battles they have, these CGI battles. Their mm. face goes on the thing, and it's going to look a little shitty, but it's going to be one of the shittier Marvel movies. All right, and and that's the service you get. That and then we play that at a Mets game. The whole movie? Yeah, <laughs> or with the, so with the U.S. military. The seventh, the seventh in the stretch, last two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, we're just gonna watch the entirety of Endgame with. Faces, it's not gonna be Endgame. With, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like Captain Marvel with faces of U.S. soldiers superimposed. Oh, so you want to just uh, onto the, the, no? Uh, so you, you're thinking <laughs> we're just gonna take over? Like, no, this is not a novelty. This is not the thing when you like go to like you know. Uh, a convention, and you get like a, a cardboard cutout, and you take a picture with them. <laughs> this is not. This is not that. This is not one like a bar. Be. This is not one of those like expensive bar mitzvahs where like you pay for have the kid edited into like different movies. It's like no, I'm talking about an actual Marvel film, not a good one. Yeah. Let's be honest. We're not going to compromise uh, Spider-Man too far, too close to home, whatever it's called. Mm. We're going to take the shitty one, Black Widow, Captain Marvel. Am I only highlighting look, the Thor movie? Look, the, the early Thor movies suck too. I'm not trying to say the women movies all suck. They do, but it's not. It's because they don't. They don't. But look, they don't. They don't put a lot of. They just don't seem to put a lot of like gusto or effort into this. Right. It's not my fault for you know, Lady Ghostbusters wasn't good. I mean, you know, it's not my fault. Uh, I liked. Uh, what do I like? I like women. <laughs> what, what women things do I like? You like me? Yeah, I like you. Dumb and Louise, I haven't seen it, but it seems great. I love Alien. That's a woman movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're Sarah right. Alien Connor, is, a movie, is a woman movie. I'm the, you're not going to pin this on me, all right? <laughs> I'm just saying, no, but whatever. But we put it in one of the less good movies, and actual soldiers, and they're, and they're part of Thanos' army or whatever the hell. Sure. And that's your Vietnam. Wait, you're part of Thanos' army? Or, or, or whatever, the Wakanda army. But those have to be, have to be black, right, by, by, by default? If, maybe if they're black, they go to the Wakanda army. Mm. Uh, is there a shield anymore? I don't know. Where do you put the white guys? You can put them in the Doctor Strange army. Oh, of, of they're just all like wizards. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's <laughs> your that's your Vietnam memorials being a, a fake wizard in a Marvel movie. <laughs> that's my. That, that's all. That that's the offer. Take it or leave it. <laughs> I mean, you know, what do you want me to do? Fix war? I'd love to fix war. Let, let's talk about it. I mean, what's what, what's war? What's it good for? MC the MCU, that's what <laughs> it is. Um so yeah, so I don't know about that guy. Did you enjoy the game? I did. Um, oh, uh, this is another thing. Uh, I'm sorry, I I took notes of, of things I observed during the game. Does that make me a bad oh he should be going off the top of his dome and he's got notes on his thing. They're usually on the on the computer and I can effortlessly fucking it's right there. I have it open, you don't see it. And it's just like, but now I gotta like open the iPad because the computer won't open. <laughs> all right, so I'm sorry if I'm breaking the illusion a little bit. All right, I'm sorry you don't get everything, uh, everything always. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, the guy, this Luis Guillermo guy, I think his name was. 
he comes out to a very interesting because everyone's got their theme song. I don't know if that helps the batter because they don't do it for the opposing team. You'll notice it's only the home team. Opposing team comes out. Besides the fact we're booing them, which I'm all for. I'm all for booing the opposing team. Mm. Fuck you! Know, you're making you're making tons of money. Maybe not even that much money, honestly. But fuck them. They, they look good. My girlfriend's trying to fuck them. Apparently, <laughs> oh no, that's the army guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, no, you did notice the. Conforto? Yeah. No, Conforto is a good no, looking I, guy. I, I didn't mean say you're trying to fuck it, but, but you, 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 the fact, I'm feeling cuck because, like, my. I, was, I always liked um, Tyler Clippard. Well, that's what I'm saying. Or my Conforto. I'm looking at Conforto going, this son of a bitch. I know my girlfriend's looking at him going, wow, he looks good in that uniform. <laughs> so I have no sympathy, even if you are just pulled up from the minor leagues for the day and you're making, you know, 20. Some of these guys make 50 grand a year. Not oh. even. Oh yeah, not the major league players, but sometimes you get pulled up from the minors, and I don't think they, they don't, and you get put back two eight games later. Mm. I don't think you're making that much money, but screw them anyway. I'm Do people really get put back two games later? If you really shit the bed, sure. Wow. Well, because like the thing is, like people when you join, I don't know how much you know about this. I don't know a ton, but like you get, it's not like basketball. Well, like, you have the G League in basketball, where like, over, over the summer you play. But if you're a, pro, a good prospect, you're going to play in the NBA. But, like, when you get signed to the Mets, you go, like, in the minor leagues for, like, I think on average three years, three to five years. And then you develop in the farm systems. There's, like, multiple levels of, like, minor league ball. There's, like, double A, single A, triple A, whatever the, you know. Mm. So, yeah, when, and, like, you know, and the Mets, I think, right now are in a position where they're, like, for some reason their bench is always hurt lately. So they have to keep pulling guys in the farm games, right? So, like, guys are getting their shot. But if you go up there and you choke, I mean, it might give you another game. Some guys only get one start. Right. And you get put right back. And, and I'm acting like, boo, boo, because my girlfriend thinks you look good in the uniform. And he's like, I make 30 grand a year. And it's like, <laughs> good, good, <laughs> boo. But that being said, uh, but this guy, wow, that was a long tangent. Because this guy comes on to a very strange song. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you, you start bursting laughing every time. Right. He comes out to the theme song of the show, Louie. Louie, 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 Louie. Which I just think is a I mean, at first I'm like, wait, is that an old song? And you were pretty confident that that's just a song they wrote for the show, Louie. I'm pretty sure it's just a song. I mean, look, I might be wrong. Either way. I'm either way. I'm not... I'm not here, here trying to say Louis should stay in disgrace forever or anything like that. <laughs> but it's like it's weird on two levels. Yeah, I think he definitely picked that song because it's like it's weird on two levels. One because it was the theme song to the show Louis, right? Which is a great show. Which is a great show. Um, but you know, for obvious reasons, it's weird. Because he pulled his dick out. Yeah, <laughs> but and, a lot and, and, and ask people to watch him masturbate. And then also the song has tragic lyrics. Louie, Louie, you're gonna, gonna die. die. Yeah, no, it's it's an interesting uh, decision. Um, I just think it would be really funny if he just pulls his, like, you know, he just, just pulls his dick out on the, on the mound. Uh, he I just mean, steps out of the batter's box. Just yeah. Sure. Hey, Louie, 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 Louie. Like he's, he's from, like, a different country. And he just thinks, it's like, and down there they think it's great. We're up there, wherever, wherever he's from. I mean, he's probably down in South America, probably, or Mexico, maybe, or. A lot of them come from the DR, the Dominican Republic, right? Mm. I'm not trying to imply that in the Dominican Republic, if a man started whipping out his dick at a ball game, they'd all clap. But maybe. Like I'm saying, maybe somewhere in the world this is cool. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I'm just open-minded. But either way, and look, to be clear, he wasn't doing that. 
I just think it would have been very funny if he did. Mm. Again, not not to disgrace Louis anymore. You know, I, I like Louis. I don't know. Uh, yeah, me too. You want to talk about that for a while? <laughs> <laughs> he was when he was dressing down the column, the, the Columbine kid, no, the Parkland kids. Oh, the Parkland. I kids. was on his side. Yeah, <laughs> those kids. They, yeah, the kids were. <laughs> that they was were, a, that was a funny joke. They were slow. It was, no, a, it was a brutally funny show. Yeah. You, you hid behind a fat kid. It's a really funny show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, this country's going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was funny. Was there anything else in the ball game worth mentioning? Sorry, I have to keep... Uh, excuse me, opening my notes. Uh, no, I mean, it started to get kind of dark. I mean, the crowd left. We were, like, some of the last people there. Yeah. Because, you know, it got, like, it, people were just getting drunker and drunker and then just left. They uh, were losing. The Mets were losing. The Mets were We stuck around because we're loyal people. But we'll move on. Uh, this is the first time Lucy's been here for one of the Batman segments where I bring up what I call my depression Batmans, <laughs> uh, where I buy uh, to satiate my, you know, at this point, am I, dep- I don't know. I mean, this is evidence of the depression. I don't feel depressed, but obviously if I'm buying these Batmans, uh, this is the Batman Beyond. Now, I started watching this show uh, last week. Uh, it's from the 90s. And do you, know, do you know the premise of Batman Beyond? I don't. It is uh, basically so Batman, this is not the traditional Batman suit. He's, these, these little things here, these, these, these are supposed to be like the, the jet flames coming out of his boots. So Bat, it starts out when Batman's like fifty or whatever, and he's in the first episode. And he's wearing this suit, I guess. Which is you, you know, I guess he's made a new suit, and he has a heart attack while he's trying to save some woman, and he ends up like pulling a gun, taking some guy's gun, almost shooting him, and so he retires. And then this kid, twenty years later in the future or something, uh, through a circ- bunch of circumstances, ends up becoming his, you know, bat- and he sits in the Batcave, you know, watching everything. Bruce Wayne, and like this guy goes around. Um, you know, actually fighting, fighting people. crime, yeah. fighting crime with Bruce Wayne in his ear. It's a cool concept. And what's concept. this guy's name? Terry McGinnis. It's a strange. It's a little unusual. It's not the worst name, but it's a little. It's a lot. <laughs> Doesn't have the same thing as Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, Terry McGinnis. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I do like. I like the suit. I think it's a cool show. Cool enough show. Uh, you know, it's originally made for children, probably, but it's one of those. It's good. Uh, I don't know if I relate to him though, because if I'm, if you're Batman. Part of being Batman is just I've talked about it before. You're 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 the model of you know human determination and perfection and and just develop and develop and being over prepared and just like you know and you can't do that. That's against the law. You make your own law because you and you have your code. This kid lets some old man tell him what to do all the time. Can you imagine that being <laughs> Batman? But you let some old man. I don't care if he was Batman. Like the bat, the real Batman should be like, I don't give a shit who you are. I'm, I'm not- he, he never, there's never a, po- a turning point where he just takes the reins. Maybe not. Maybe you're sitting there at home. If you watch this show, you go, you don't, you didn't get to episode sixty where he said enough of you, old man, and I'll, I'll, I'll eat crow if that happens. <laughs> and look, I don't think it's a bad show because that, but, but that would be a great moment if he's like, because honestly, it's not like Bruce is occasionally. I mean, at one point he steals the suit originally, and, and he's fighting these guys, and Bruce Wayne shuts it off remotely. And he starts getting, you know, they almost killed the kid. He's in high school. He almost had a high schooler die because he stole a suit. But, you know, whatever. My point is that that's just Batman. I, I would never let an old, an old, I would never let a child or an old man tell me anything. 
Is are so those the the sort of um the kind of uh amber things coming out of his feet, those are jets. Those are the flames. Mm. That's that's how in action figures they denote flame. Mm. It's it's I know it's plastic here, but it's supposed to be flames. No, no, I I can see it as flames. Yeah. Give you the three sixty look. <laughs> or the one or the two seventy look. Who are the villains in Batman Beyond? Uh well Mr. Freeze makes a comeback. So far, I'm only like seven episodes in, uh, but there is like basically this guy. I think his name is Powers, something Powers, and he is the overarching villain who he he bought Wayne Enterprises uh, out from under Bruce Wayne somehow, and he's like the overarching villain. Uh, he has his father killed. His father worked for the guy, and he, and then he had him killed. Uh, which is this is not none of this is interesting for the podcast. The whole point of bringing this up is that you know. This guy, this guy is supposed to be Batman. He's listening to an old man who pissed himself, probably. <laughs> yeah, I know you used to, you know, defeat the League of Shadows or whatever, the League of Assassins. But you know, you fucking you piss yourself. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I would just, I would kill Bruce Wayne and become Batman. Does Bruce Wayne really piss himself in the series? I, 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 I imagine he does. How no. old is Bruce Wayne? Seventy, probably. And he, uh. he, look, he, he does fight a bunch of he, like he, look in the first episode. He does fight some guys, uh, some punks who were trying to take him on. Look, he was Batman. Like he was like just like Mr. Miyagi fights people, although you know. But Bruce Wayne keeps needing his heart medication. I'm just saying, if I was, if you know, episode three, if I'm the Batman Beyond boy, I'm putting a pillow on his head. Like, thanks for the stuff. Uh, now this is, you know, I can't have you around. You, you did your part. Go to sleep. And he's struggling. Like, Go to sleep. And then Batman. No more Batman. No more Batman. And I changed the name to Catman. <laughs> Or something, or, or Ratman. I would change it to Ratman because <laughs> it looks like a rat, right? You could, if, I, if I told you this is a rat, I mean, he looks more like a cat than a bat, honestly. This guy, but I was, I would, I would just call it Ratman. Mm. I'm just, I, mean, I don't think he actually writes Batman anywhere, but if there was, I would use change. You know, you put an R over the B, mm. cost effective. <laughs> um, so that's our segment for the, you know, yeah, that was nice. What do you ever, you know, do you ever reflect on why you got the Batman? Got the Batman? Or, yeah, or, what or compelled you to get this Batman? Because you have a lot of Batmans. Right. Uh, I liked the way he looked, and I said, you know, and it made me, I ordered it on, on an impulse from, from same-day delivery from GameStop. Because <laughs> uh, it was like, there's no more Batmans to buy. <laughs> and so, like, but this one, and then I, I didn't want to buy because like, I never watched the show. So I, on the, while it was being delivered on its way on its way to me, I, I started watching the show. So I would have, you know, I wouldn't feel bad. But <laughs> oh, so you got this before you started watching the show? Yeah, <laughs> but just before. By the time I opened it, I'd seen an episode or two. <laughs> what I if wait- you hadn't liked Batman Beyond? What if you thought it was stupid? It looks pretty cool. <laughs> That's true. It does. Yeah, people, people <laughs> gave the show good review. I, I had a feeling it was gonna be all right. <laughs> what, what's your take on on these Batman's? There's a lot of them. I mean, look, it's it's. I support anything. I support buying toys. I think it's fun. Don't call them toys. No, they're toys. On the, on the box, it says "not a toy." I'll show you. <laughs> what does it say? It says "not a toy." What? But what is it then? I don't know. <laughs> I support you buying Batman action figures, okay? I, because I think that next week I'll show you. I'll show you the. I'm gonna show you the box. I think it's the kind of thing that can keep you in touch with your childhood and your sense of wonder. Sure, there are a lot of them. <laughs> yes. 
so I'm wondering, like, how many Batmans is enough? Depends on how many they make. <laughs> I mean, they keep making them, right? <laughs> I mean, if they, if they stop making Batmans, I mean, I'm, you know, I'll stop buying them. Sure. No, I don't know. I mean. We did see an amazing Batman. In, that, the, in the comic book store we went to. I didn't think it was that amazing. It was pretty good. I mean, there were other things. There oh, were, I thought it was amazing. There was a flowing blue cape. It was the Hush Batman, basically. It was big. Yeah. He was a big Batman. It was a statue. Yeah. You'd be cool with me buying that? I mean, I think I'd like to have that one. I'll get it. We could keep it like... Maybe that could be our logo. So then that we, we, we've... Tra- we've we've, we've <laughs> I cro- guess... We- We've crossed over into enabling now. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess we'd have to get the rights to it. No, we don't, people do this all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> we already have a Batman. I, I'm, I'm, I have the rights to this. We think I made a deal with McFarlane Toys and Batman <laughs> to feature their toy. I'm advertising. Hey, McFarlane, why don't you send me some Batmans <laughs> so I don't got to fucking worry about my girlfriend thinking I'm wasting money? All right, we'll, we'll scratch my fat back a little bit, will you? <laughs> um, we watched a documentary this weekend. Yeah. On uh, Woodstock '99, it was on HBO Max. Do you remember what it was called? Music Box. It was. It was part of a series called Music. I think the Ringer. Those guys from the Ringer made it. Um, I like the Ringer shows. The best were sports stuff. Uh, it was an interesting doc. I don't know if I if I loved the the, the Talking Heads that much, but the the the, the so just seeing because you don't remember Woodstock '99 was one where it ended with you know fires and rapes and <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of fires and rapes. Um, what was your takeaway from the documentary? I mean, I just didn't like that there was so much just like gen- I mean, it it felt honestly like it, it felt kind of sloppy. Yeah. Because it's like they're talking about this like one woman, right, who was like sexually assaulted. Right? At one point they were, yeah. And cuz it was one then, woman. It wasn't just it, the whole concert didn't rape one woman. Yeah. That would be t- like so yeah. bad. But like there was this like one woman that they 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 you know talked about specifically. Sure. Yeah. And like and imagine though, imagine one woman was raped by the entire country. by the entire entire oh crowd. I mean that's just. <laughs> but yeah, it's like condolences. So they're, so they're talking about her Thoughts and like and prayers. Yeah, and so they're talking about her and like then over it they're having this discussion about like women being naked at the festival and they're showing all the stock footage of like different women. Have, like being naked and then like, having their tits grabbed and kind of giggling, right? And I'm like, but like these aren't they, these women aren't the ones who said they were sexually assaulted. Probably. At least not at the time. Yeah. Like that, like, so they might like, they might have also been sexually assaulted, but that wasn't what they thought of as it. Apparently. Or at the very least, like it's like this isn't the one you're talking about. Like right. it's like yeah, you know, like it seems. Look, it's the kind of thing we we see. You know, we both know how these things are made. Yeah. Uh, but in a situation like it's a like. It's one thing to cut the, the, for a guy to say something in the talking head because he thinks they're sh- basically the way these are cut. You, you, you shoot an interview for however many hours, and the editor finds selects, and then you find B roll to go over it. So the guy says rape, and you find a picture of a woman getting her tick red. Like right. in other things, it may you know it's not you don't have to be so. I think it's a little more you know in this particular case, the, the, it's more egregious to just kind of loosely put some random woman who happens to be you know. Right. I mean, it's like. It feels like it sort of starts like begging. If, if you, honestly, it felt like the documentary itself was like victim blame here because it's like yeah. you know it's like it start, at a certain point it starts like begging the question. It's like, oh, like was she like also crowd surfing naked? To be like, clear, we like, this, this documentary is also overly woke is the problem. 
It was a terror. It was an obnoxiously woke documentary. Yeah, I we're, mean, not, we're not making. We're not going here. Yo, they were victim blaming. That's why it sucked. The, the whole every white man was a problem. Problem. Look, there's a certain kind. Of, look, there's certain kinds of everyone. Yeah. And like, and yeah, these they were like frat boy Limp Bizkit fans. Didn't help. Yeah. But like you know, it's like well, white men have a rage. It's like. Her, mob mentality is a thing. When you, you know, herd mentality is a thing. When you, when you fucking, when people can't shit and they can't piss, and they there can't was sleep. basically one talking head who was entirely there just to be like, there were young white men there, right, and they were very angry. And it's like, yeah, but it's like also there was no water or right. food, and it's like it was just like it was just, and it did all descend into anarchy. Fred, and Fred like, Durst was literally going like, literally doing like a Hitler speech. Yeah, <laughs> when they started blaming Fred Durst because Lim, Lim Biscuit was the point. I think not when it ended, but like when like when the rioting kind of when they started tearing stuff apart at right. first, and then the next day it really got bad. Mm. But like I thought it was gonna be because he was like, yeah, that song break stuff. And he's like, yeah, get your aggression now. But then at one point he starts going like, you gotta start thinking about your job or the fact that you don't have a woman or the fact that you know people don't respect you or the fact that you know, you're part of a system and you're and, and, and you're being kept down by classes. Classes. <laughs> like, what? What is this guy doing? Yeah, and he started like being like, it's like I want you to let all that negative energy out here, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, it's like and whistle. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you thought? You uh, I just thought they were gonna start whistling, <laughs> right? No, I mean, and like they started climbing the rafters and pulling plywood off. I mean. Look, does he belong in jail? More than a lot of people, yeah. I would say. I mean, I don't. I'm not a throw guys in jail first kind of guy. I but think there's a better argument that he incited the riots at '99 than like that Trump incited the riots on January 6th. It's a much more direct causal thing, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. If <laughs> I mean, we're, we're gonna look, I do think Trump is culpable to an extent. Yeah, but if we're gonna say that, Fred Durst was definitely culpable. <laughs> I mean, Fred Durst might as well be the ringleader of the riots. Um, yeah, so I was thinking about starting my own festival. Um, but then having all the security guards just dressed like Batman. Ooh. Like, how only hire fat guys? There's a fat Batman roaming around. <laughs> and so they see him when getting raped. They, like, you know, they'll just be able to beat them up. This is a recipe for fascism, probably. Because <laughs> I say, and then they're wearing a mask, and you can't tell. It's like it's basically like you know who did it? a Batman. Well, everyone's dressed like Batman. And then who? also, if people are having consensual sex, yeah, they'll beat them up. Yeah, because yeah. you know the kind of guy. Look, I mean, you, you, we're not we're not hiring like Delta Force guys. We're hiring guys who work at GameStop or whatever. <laughs> no offense if you do, but you're not necessarily qualified to distinguish you know consent uh, and, and 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 you know and whether or not you should physically beat up people who are having sex. Right. You know? Yeah. But nonetheless, I would do that. <laughs> and I would, uh, there'd be a zero rate, po- at my festival, there'd be a zero rate policy. It's not a promise, yeah. but a policy. <laughs> I'm not going to guarantee it. I'm not dumb. I'm not going to guarantee you don't get raped. What if you do? The, <laughs> the zero rape festival. The zero rape uh, rule. The zero rape Rule Batman Festival. Yeah, <laughs> Batman Rock Concert Festival, <laughs> and it's just uh, and it's just Metallica, and then Batman's beating up uh, crowd surfers, paralyzing people. <laughs> what do you think? Sounds great. Yeah. Um, did you ever go to a festival? Like, like what's, the, what's the most crazy concert you ever went to? Like, big... Uh, I, remember, I, don't, I don't understand why people need to go to festivals, by the way. Why can't... We, we were talking about this. Why can't you just... 
Like, go, you made a great point. It seems like people who aren't that into music. Yeah. Like, people I know who are into music go to concerts all the time. Mm. They're not always, it's not, it's, and it's not always like, I mean, nowadays we don't even have like the big bands like we had back in the 90s where it's like, I could see Metallica. I could see Buckcherry. I could see Everclear. I could see uh, seven, <laughs> seven Dust yeah. and, and Seven Mary Three. Anyone who wants to see, this is like the thing with Woodstock 99 too, yeah. is, that, is that it's like anyone who wants to see Jewel and Limp Biscuit yeah. just doesn't have a personality. No. Like it's yeah. like you know, <laughs> like it's like, you know, just go just go to a red hot chili peppers concert. But I mean look in the sixties, didn't you have people who liked uh Jimi Hendrix and Joan Baez? Probably, but they were both good. Yeah. It's good. Well Jewel's good. Well Jewel's great, but Limp Biscuit. Oh, okay, that's your point. Limp Biscuit. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know anyone who like, like you know, raps for Limp Biscuit anymore. I mean, I, I, the cover of, of Fate they did was good. But it was only like slightly. Like, do I like it more than the original Fate by George Michael? A little bit, just because the only difference is that's a little faster at one point. I think it worked well, right? But anything they wrote, I, I, I never liked. And but they, they did make that movie. Did we watch that movie together with John Travolta? Where he was a, the fan, fanatic. Michael. Was, no, with the angel. The angel. The angel. We didn't watch that <laughs> I never seen that movie. Uh, uh, Face Off. No, the one, the one, the one where he's a stalker. Oh right, right, yeah. right, right. Fred Durst directed that. Really, that yeah. was pretty good. It got eighteen percent Rotten Tomatoes, so <laughs> I don't think everyone agrees with us. But I, I kind of enjoyed it. It was like, I, yeah, it was silly and fun. It was uh, who, who was the guy? It was uh, it was it was it was it was what's his name? Um, from Final Destination. Devin Sawa. It was an old, de- like, he, he was stalking Devin Sawa in the movie. Remember Devin Sawa? He was in Slackers. Mm. Oh, right, yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, and John Travolta plays, like, a mentally handicapped guy who, like, stalks him and tries to kill him. Uh, it's pretty fun. So, I mean, my point is, if we put Fred Durst in jail, we wouldn't get that movie, which I think a lot of people would, you know, be fine with. But I, I kind of enjoyed <laughs> it. So, I don't know. Um... Would I recommend the documentary? It's cool just to see, you know, what happened. I, I, I remember. Yeah, I mean, some of the footage is pretty good. Yeah, cool to see. I mean, it yeah. got pretty hairy. I mean, I remember like the uh, the one that the, there were like multiple fires. The co <laughs> the, 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 the the co promoter or whatever the fact the fatter guy not the not the guy from the original Woodstock but the other guy was like MTV has slanted the whole weekend. They, they wanted to paint this as a, this is a great festival. They only want to focus on on the fires that happened, but not the people who enjoyed the <laughs> festival. Um, but I remember when MTV like broke onto the you know, you know, the news coverage or whatever. It was like uh, yeah, people getting raped at Woodstock. Uh, There's a lot of flames. I'm like, oh, I was kind of at an age where like I wanted to go with that, but I was still a little too young, probably. I mean, some people were four. I was like 14, probably, and there were some people there who were 14, right? Who were raped, which is awful. Yeah, I don't think I would. Well, who knows? Uh, would I have been raped? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I think it was mostly women. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know, either way, I wasn't allowed to go. Yeah. Um, but I remember being like, "Oh, but it was way it was more than we want to we want to make a movie." Was that we want to make a movie about this, like a super badass movie? Oh right, do you remember? I don't remember. Do you remember the the gist of what my thing was? The gist of it is like it's it's like it's kind of like in the vein of super bad. Yeah, but it's two two kids, fourteen year olds. Yeah, you're one of them. Right, and you're trying to get to Woodstock '99. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, and and then, and then and then like yeah, basically it's like all these shenanigans happen. Or like the American Pie, like we're watching a fat guy rape a pie. Mm. Whatever happens in kids' sex movies, whatever they, <laughs> whatever they call that kids' sex movies, <laughs> that's terrible. But you know, honestly, the, the, anyone who directs a coming of age sex comedy is like already a pedophile, right? Mm. Oh, sure. I mean, like who, who's comfortable? Like, I want to make a movie about a bunch of fourteen-year-olds trying to have sex. Uh and then they, and then one of them bangs an adult. <laughs> this you want to you want to direct this? <laughs> This seems weird, but uh, whatever. But uh, so whatever, like the stock. But at the end, they then it's like, and it's like, and he, you know, he finally gets to the festival, and then he goes over a hill. I don't know if there's a hill, you know. And then, and then it's just like gangs in New York. The big scene <laughs> gangs in New York. Just, whoa! And uh, I think that could be a good film. Yeah, and it's called Woodstock ninety. Uh, 90 rape. <laughs> Woodstock 90 rapes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, thanks guys for tuning. This is, that's, that's, we're going to end on that note. Yeah. Do uh, you have anything you want to promote? Any Not really. Do you have anything you? you want to promote? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. At Raycomp. You can sign up for the Patreon. You get an extra episode every week. Links in the bio. All that junk. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys soon. <laughs>